Hello, my bodacious babes, and welcome back to my podcast. This is Michael Davies, your host, and boy, have I missed being on here. So I want to apologize for my absence. Like I said in my last episode, there are always whirlwinds coming in our lives that kind of distract us and can um, preoccupy us from doing the things that we love. And holy cow, that is a huge test that I am constantly facing. I know we are all constantly facing. But do you ever feel like, oh my gosh, when does it stop? (laughs) Is there ever going to be a break? And that is one thing that I've been contemplating for the last month and a half or so since my last episode I created Um, I've been really contemplating like, God, why does it feel like there's always something being put in my path, stopping me from fulfilling the things that I love and desire, the dreams and goals that I have? Why is there always something being put in my path and, um, causing, you know, a big ruckus of destruction, um, and so that's one thing I want to talk about today um, is just the, the changes that the universe, God, the higher power, whatever you want to call it, uh, puts in our lives. And, and those changes and those uh, crazy, um, you know, whirlwinds, I like to call it, <laughs> um, can just cause a change in us to either divert from the path or push harder on the path. And I don't think either way is good or bad. I think they're both good. Um, It just kind of depends on what the end goal is, right? And so, um, God, since I've been a single mom, I've been a single mom for two years now, and I have done a lot of growing up, um, starting from the beginning, being a single mother. I left my marriage pretty abruptly, and I also left my marriage or left my religion pretty abruptly as soon as I made, a, made uh, the decision in my mind and in my heart that this was the right path for me. Everything just, boom, happened so fast. And so it's just, that's something I, I want to touch on is um, when the universe is going and, 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 you know, God's plan, the higher power, whatever you want to call it, you're, when you're in alignment with who you are, with your decisions, and you're in alignment with yourself, I feel like that is when everything works according to plan. And when you're not in alignment with yourself, I feel like that's when these little blips in the road can cause a whirlwind of destruction. And we can take one of two paths. We can continue to push against the grain or we can take an alternate route, or I guess there's three paths. We can just do nothing at all, and we can stay 
uh, stagnant and stay in, in the place that we're at. And so, um, for me personally, I have felt this urge in me to make these certain decisions with leaving my religion and leaving my marriage for, for a while. And I kept fighting against the grain. Um, and, um, I, I, actually kind of just was scared to do anything. So I was fighting my my own feelings and I stayed stagnant and I stayed in that safe place because I was scared. I didn't know where those decisions would take me, what life would be like after. Um and it was a it was a it was a really really hard choice and it was almost like I was jumping off um, a cliff right into this big gaping hole and never knowing if there was going to be water at the end or if I was going to be jumping into a beautiful cloud of just of happiness. I had no idea what I was doing. All I knew is that this is the right decision for me. Um, so at the time, um, during my, my upbringing and then during my marriage, I stayed stagnant and I stayed in a safe place. I stayed in the box that I knew because I was scared. And I kept getting these little inklings and these promptings and, and this urge in me to make a change. And every time I did... Um, I was brought to some type of um, adversity. Something was pushing against me, and um, or and and for example, family and friends. What are they gonna think? Um, how am I gonna make money? How am I gonna um, receive my own happiness? All these um, things were pushing against my idea of. Um, wanting to make a change. So I stayed in that safe place. I stayed stagnant and I stayed in that box for a long time. And it took me um, a good six or seven years to finally face my personal truth. Um, and it was a long time of, of digging and um, trying to find my heart find my soul and reach inward to my trauma and find answers and and the puzzle pieces to my life that help me understand who I am, what I want and what I believe. And do I want to be this person who's just compliant to what everyone else wants or do I want to you know take the risk and step outside of that and be who I want to be? Um, so I feel like when I finally got to the point of understanding who I am, um, and what I wanted, it took a long time. It took six or seven years. And during that time, I was reading a lot of books, um, personal growth books, um, marital books. Um, and I also dove back into my church. I dove back into my religion, into the scripture to try and find the answers I needed. Um, 
and you know i i definitely believe in the power and of of scripture and the the beauty that um is within scripture you know comes from god but at the same time i think that in my world um that i was in the mormon religion it wasn't the exact scripture and answers that i needed for myself so i took an alternate route and i started reading books about Jesus and I started reading books about Christianity and I started reading about um spiritual um awareness um with learning about nature and karma and um learning about you know energy uh chakras different things like that um but I really didn't embrace all that until the last like two years or so. So my main source of like love and guidance came from um, reading books about Jesus Christ and Christianity, uh, which is also so relatable to a higher power, um, the universe and God and energy sources. Um, So there's so many so many things that we can learn um, from Jesus Christ and relate that almost to spirituality now that I've learned both sides of that. But anyway, so um, that that's what I did um, leading up to the decision I made to, um, you know, leave my, leave my marriage and leave my church. I started really connecting to myself again and finding courage, and finding love through God and Jesus Christ for myself. Um, I read a lot of, uh, what what are they called? They're like the Jesus Calling books where you just read a a, a scripture every day, um, and it has like a, a little message for every day of the year, um, and it ties in a scripture and it's it was really encouraging for me to like find my my um my own love for myself and my own um voice and knowing that no matter what i do like god loves me and so that was a huge part for me making a shift in my life and then um as soon as i i started being more in alignment with myself and the love i had for myself i started looking into um the personal growth books, and I started learning about my own personality. Um, I took the Enneagram tests. I know that I've talked about that on here before. The Enneagram has um, nine dif- different types of personalities, and you can be um, more prominent in one, and um, you can also stem off with other um, personality types depending on the life trials you're in. So um, my personality types with the Enneagram were primarily nine and two. So a nine, um, if you can kind of imagine with me, um, a nine puts their hands on their heart with their head down and is like the servant. Like, what can I do for you? but is not giving enough love and not giving enough um, space and time for for yourself personally. And then the two is 
having your hands outreached, looking up and out at the sky as I'm, what can I do for everyone else but with my confidence, with my happiness, with God guiding me. So I, depending on the the life style I was living, I was either a nine or a two. And those are two very, very different personality types, but I had them both within me. And I'm an introvert, okay? I, I grew up um, being the oldest sister in my family who just wanted to serve and wanted love and wanted acknowledgement. I was almost a straight-A student. I graduated um, with like a 3.8 in high school, and I graduated with like a 3.65 in college. So like I I was a pretty good student and I was always a rule follower. <laughs> but there was always something in me that that um you know wanted more. I had an adventurous side. I have a voice. I I have a fire in me, but I always dimmed that fire to be compliant throughout my whole life. And so go, going through these personality tests, I realized that about me. And I was like, holy cow, that makes so much sense. That makes so much sense why my life is always up and down, up and down. And what I really want is to embrace that too. So what can I do to embrace that too in me? Uh, where I want to live my truth. I want to seek a higher power. I want to uh, give and help and um, you know, make an impact in others' lives, but also giving that back to me as well and having the, the confidence and the love for me as well. And that, I feel like most of us want that, you know? It's just so hard to balance with all these different things happening in life. Um, so, yeah, I, I started doing those personal personal um, development books and reading those spirituality books um, of just connecting with, with energy and a, a source of light, having gratitude. I started meditating and just really honing in on like who I am and what I want my life to look like versus what does it look like now? Am I happy with the box that I'm in? Am I happy with uh, the people I surround myself with? Am I happy being in this stagnant world, being compliant? And the answer to all that was yes and no, but majority of it was no. <laughs> of course, I loved the people in my life. I loved my community. I loved the people um, that were in my church. I, I loved my family, but I almost always felt like there was something more I needed to do, something else I needed, um, that I wasn't being fulfilled being in this stagnant place. Um, and I was starting to feel that fire fuel in me again. Um, and, and it wasn't until I started reading a book um, that was a marital book. Um, I was struggling in my marriage, and I've, told, I've, I've talked about this before, because um, I was going through these changes and I was opening my mind up to other things and my spouse at the time, um, you know, he he was not open to those different sources of um, like spirituality. He wasn't open to going to other churches and it makes sense. I don't condemn him for that. It makes sense because that is just how we grew up. 
when you grow up in the Mormon religion, you're very, very involved in your community. And it's a good place um, to network as well. A lot of people work together. Um, There are weekly activities um, getting together. There's almost monthly, um, you know, programs and things happening within the church. Um, People are really involved in serving. People love to serve. Um, And so I think with me telling him that I wanted to kind of divert from that, it worried him that I didn't have those values anymore, which of course I do. I love community. I love serving. I I love being a part of something, um, but it had to do with the foundational beliefs that were changing in me, um, and they he he didn't necessarily um, understand that, and so I it caused a rift between us for years. It caused a rift and a disconnect, um, and unfortunately, um, we just were always fighting. We weren't getting along, so. A lot of my friends and family and some of my um, acquaintances that I've made through social media and through um, the podcast have asked me, like, when was the point that you knew it was time to go? When was the point where you knew? Um, And honestly, it was after I started learning about a lot of um, issues that I felt from not only my marriage, but also my religion and within my family and my friend group that were within um, the, that community. Um, I started learning about narcissism. I started learning about abuse, mental abuse, emotional abuse. I started learning about spiritual abuse, um, manipulation. I learned about gaslighting. And unfortunately, when you are the one person who's diverting from a path that your whole life you've been involved in, those uh, concepts (laughs) come into play and a lot of people will not understand it. And so unfortunately, um, anger and assumptions and um, not, you know, disrespect starts uh, kind of attacking you when people just don't understand um, and, you know, I definitely, I, I don't, like I said, I don't condemn them for that because that's just in the nature of humans. Um, when one person is not joining the group or they're, they don't believe in it and, or, you know, they don't want it, but they have full knowledge of it, it'll make everyone else feel, um, a, some type of way, and they'll either embrace it and um, appreciate your honesty or they will be upset and take it personally. And unfortunately, that was, that's what was happening within my marriage and within um, uh, my, my close uh, relationships is that, it, and, and it makes sense, you know, um, just because of the, the tight-knit way I, I grew up and, and we grew up. Um, but I, I started reading this book called Is It Me? Um, and the subtitle was uh, Understanding. Um, God, let me let me pull it up because it's just it's too good, you guys. I need to I need to share this. Um, and I'm not going to lie. It is a tough, tough read. And of course, I read this book after I had read a a bunch of um, other uh, 
personal development books like The Four Agreements, The Fifth Agreement, um, uh, Boundaries in Marriage, the, the, A New Earth by Eric, uh, Eckhart Tolle. Um, but this book that I came across um, was after we had a really big fight and I just, I was at my wit's end and the book is called Is It Me? And the subtitle is Making Sense of Your Confusing Marriage. A Christian Woman's Guide to Hidden Emotional and Spiritual Abuse. And the author is Natalie Hoffman. Um, I've had a lot of friends who are struggling in their marriage um, ask me a lot of advice um, about how I knew when it was time to go and change um, and divert from the path of my um my life in in my marriage and in my religion and you know I'm I I I almost (laughs) it's hard because I almost get a little bit irritated but at the same time I want to give love and give acknowledgement and give empathy but I've noticed that a lot of people who are struggling in their marriage come to me and it they just throw all their marital issues on me looking for permission for me to tell them you should leave your your spouse. And I will never, ever do that, you guys. Um, You have to understand that my ex and I had gone through years of personal um, uh, counseling and marriage counseling. We did it for years. Um, I want to say we started in 2014 and we ended up divorcing in 2021. So this was not... This was not a decision that was made overnight. Like, I will always tell my friends and family and, and random acquaintances that are looking for a way out that, that I can't give you the answers. And, and you will always ask me, when did I know? Um, is, did they do this? Did they do that? Or they'll tell me like all the things that are going wrong. And all I will say is, I'm so sorry that you're going through that. I completely understand and I will validate your feelings no matter what. I'm so sorry. I strongly encourage you to dive into your own heart of doing the personal development work, of learning your personality, of doing the trauma healing, the meditating, the spiritual work, the yoga, the whatever it is that makes you happy and and, um, quieting your mind and your heart to find your answers. Um, and I also strongly recommend to go to marriage counseling. Go to marriage counseling, not just once, not just twice. Go for as as long as you your spouse agrees to go with you. And if there's even a little bit of improvement, hang on to that um, and try to build on that. Unfortunately, um, for me, I felt in my heart that our marital marriage counseling was actually driving us apart because it made me realize more and more how different um, we were and what our lives are, um, what he pictured his life to be and what I pictured my life to be. Um, and I tried so hard to make it work for seven years. I tried so hard. But I just knew within me what what was aligning with me personally wasn't necessarily aligning with him. So this book taught me a lot about all the confusing things that were happening in my life. And I will say the Is It Me book 
is a tough read. You swallow a lot of hard pills, a lot of tough truths, because it talks about um, unhealthy patterns, um, you know, within a very religious household. And it, and she's very direct, and she's very, um, you know, she's she tells you how it is, and she has a lot of amazing sources on there from all sorts of other books. Like I can't even say how many, twenty plus other books that were written um, as uh, in supporting her her um, book uh, as resources. So um, a lot of therapists and, and psychologists um, backing this information. Um, so that is one thing that I, I tend to say to my, fr- my friends, anyone who's asking is, first, do what makes you happy. Dive into your soul, work on yourself, and then go to the marriage counseling and and whatever counseling you need and then go and learn about these different topics so you understand what is exactly happening and why and how to handle it. Um, Because when something's confusing, we need to find the answers for it, right? Um, Staying in a confusing, toxic environment will never, ever give us success or growth. Um, getting to the bottom of something, speaking out truth and working on it, creating a plan um, and and having a goal at the end of the day, that will help you get through those confusing times. But anyway, um, as soon as I read that, that's when I, I knew for myself that nothing I was ever going to do or say was going to change the situation I was in until I made a change for myself of what I really wanted and needed for myself. And unfortunately, that was just different than what um, my spouse at the time had pictured for um, our lives. And so, the and sorry, I got a call and it interrupted my recording, but the reason I'm saying all this is because the universe acts in your favor when you are in alignment with your soul and with yourself and when you have made a decision the universe will align with you in making that decision so once i made the decision that it is time for me to leave my marriage and to leave my religion that is when all the pieces fell into place and um my my divorce actually went through in six months you guys and typical divorce will take one to two years sometimes more um so everything just happened so quickly and moved along so quickly in my favor because that is what I had wanted and I knew for sure in my foundation of who I am and, and what my heart desired that I had, I was ready to let go of that part of me to move in to the part that, of me that I wanted to manifest, which was a person who can speak their truth with no remorse, a person who can be who they want to be without worrying how others will perceive my life and my decisions. 
And I also wanted freedom in my spirituality. I wanted freedom in what I wanted to believe. And I didn't feel that I could have that within my religion. Um, So I feel like that is when the universe, God, the higher power, karma, whatever you want to call it, aligned with my decision. And this is something that I'm learning over and over again with the new challenges and different courses that I'm, I'm facing in my life um, is that the universe only aligns with my decisions when I actually know that that's the decision that I want. So if you are in a place right now where you are like, holy cow, um, you know, all these things are always happening to me. How come there's always a roadblock being put in my way? How come this? How come that? Maybe this isn't meant for me. That is what I'm going through right now in my life. And I'm realizing it is because I have been um, out of alignment with myself. And I, I know that because I've felt insecure about my body. I've felt insecure about friendships. I felt insecure of my workplace. I'm getting work injuries. I'm worrying about how I'm going to make money. I'm insecure about the market and and if I'm going to have enough money to buy a house. Am I going to get qualified or approved? Um, And so, and I'm also insecure uh, because I'm like, why don't I have a relationship yet? Um, um, have I healed too much that I just hate everyone now? Like, what's going on? And a funny story is I actually had a family member um, ask me if I like women now because I haven't had a boyfriend. And I was um, explaining to her that, oh my gosh, I'm just not having good luck with men. I'm I'm really annoyed at men right now. And um, she automatically made the assumption of, oh, you just like women now? Um, I totally don't judge. And, I mean, and I'm like, no, that's not what I'm saying. Um, but of course, like, that's just kind of the assumption that people make in, in our religion growing up being Mormon. If you don't have a boyfriend, you don't have a husband, you're not dating, then there's got to be another reason, right? I just thought that was so funny, and of course, like, I laughed about it with her, and and she was just like, oh, I don't know, I don't know, but no, like, um, I've I've just realized, like, I am really out of alignment with myself, and I need to get back in in alignment with myself. I need to have confidence in my career. I need to have confidence in my body and my in my happiness. I need to have confidence in my role, and I need to believe in myself again. Like, that is the part that that is the key to all of this is believing in yourself and when you finally make a decision you have to believe in it right like you have to have that like unwavering foundation of who you are and what you want and what you believe about yourself and what you believe you deserve for you to make a solid decision and the universe really will respond it's crazy the universe will send people to you will send ideas to you, you'll have dreams about these ideas. And then one day you just wake up and you make it happen and then things just flow beautifully. But as soon as you fall into um, 
the discomfort or the insecurities or um, not being able to make your make up your mind on what you want to do, things kind of get messy and the universe is like, I don't know what to do. I don't, you don't know what you want, so I don't know how to give you what you want. So it's it's so incredible. Like I've seen this time and time and again, especially since I've been divorced, that when you make your mind up, the universe will respond and everything will fall into place. Um, one thing that I am, um, a book that I'm reading still, I've talked about, um, is called The Mastery of Love. And there's a chapter in here that's so beautiful. You guys, I'm halfway through it. The Mastery of Love, it's another Don Miguel Ruiz book. He's the one that wrote Four Agreements, which I love talking about, and The Fifth Agreement. He's written so many other books that I have yet to read. Um, but this this book, The Mastery of Love, there's a story in here that he talks about a man who's highly educated. He is a man who um, speaks, uh, he's a public speaker, and, and he helps people as a living, but he says that he doesn't believe in love. He believes that love is something that humankind created to control and manipulate people, which is such a sad sentiment, like, oh my God. But he was just a really highly intelligent person. He he kind of broke it down as to that's, people control people through love and manipulation. And so um, he believed in that. And then one day he saw a woman on, on a bench crying and he approached her and asked her why she was crying. And she gave him a big sob story of her whole life, um, you know, divorcing her husband after their kids grew up because there was no love in their marriage. And she said, I don't think love exists. I don't believe love is is real. And they connected on that. And so they started spending more time together. They started um, going going on dates. They started like doing things together and sharing their thoughts and their dreams and their goals and the, and the sharing their life together. And um, there was never any fighting. There was never any uh, arguments. There were disagreements, but they, they respected each other's opinions. They had so much respect and kindness for each other. And then one day this man says, oh my gosh, like, I think this is what love is. This is this is this feeling I've never felt this before for anyone. I think this is called love. And so he 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 went out and looks up in the stars and he's so happy and and a star actually falls from the sky, lands in his hands and he's so happy and so overjoyed that he says, "I want to give this to my partner." So he goes to give this beautiful star to his partner and she immediately worries and has doubt and is scared that she's going to ruin this star or drop it or lose it. So when he goes to hand it to her, she accidentally fumbles and drops it and it shatters all over the floor. So the the representation of that star is this man's happiness. And he gave it to her, even though he loved her and she loved him too. And they both expressed like, this is what love is. He gave her his precious star and she dropped it. And so what the author is getting at is this star represents your happiness and you cannot give your happiness away to someone else to take care of it. 
You have to harbor and take care of that star and take care of your happiness and your soul. You can still love and you can still respect and you, sh- you can still share a life with your partner without putting your happiness in, as in their hands for their responsibility. It's not their responsibility. It's yours. And so I just thought that was so beautiful and it, it just ties into um, how the universe will align with you when you, tra- when you are truly happy with yourself, you're confident with yourself, you love yourself enough and you've made peace um, with, with all outside things that, um, and, and you've, you have developed self-awareness enough to not let outside things ruin or destroy your happiness and you can still love and respect others around you through that so anyway you guys the time's about up um i hope that i shared some insight and and something that'll help encourage and motivate um someone out there listening to embrace who you are to trust in your heart to seek yourself your soul and love who you are before you make any any um life-changing decisions because that is when the universe will follow is is when you are sure in who you are your foundation and you have that confidence and love for yourself all right have a great day bodacious babes i'll see you next time